This episode of the Josh Terry Podcast is brought to you by Deep South Chemical. Shout out to my guy, Mr. Scott Cook. Go look them up on Facebook right now at Deep South Chemical. I use them for everything that is car care related. That is Deep South Chemical. Go look them up on Facebook now. Message Mr. Scott Cook and tell him that Josh Terry sent you from the Josh Terry Podcast. Now, I want to tell you a little story before we start the show. I am big on... uh, Real country music, right? And I brag all the time about how I just know the best and all the good shit in country music. Well, every once in a while you judge a book by its cover and you're completely wrong. I've never said a bad word against this girl or whatever, but I didn't dive into her music until we got booked to host a show for her. And um, I feel incredibly bad about that now (laughs) because this girl is a beast uh she not only can sing she has a great personality and uh it was just a pleasure doing the podcast with her we didn't have much time because of her busy schedule but i'm glad we got her in and out and uh she she was one of the good ones she really was uh if we'd have had two hours to sit there like most guests then uh, i think we could have really really done some good content But when you're one of the best going right now, you ain't got two hours to spend with Josh Terry, and I completely get that. (laughs) Plus, what woman, well, what even artist, male or female, wants to spend two hours with me anyway? Uh, But anyway, Miss Cook, I just want to let you know I'm a fan now. Uh, I cannot wait to see you this weekend. Uh, August the 2nd at the Humminbird, Josh Terry's Honky Tonk Nights, Miss Ashley Cook. Miss Lisa Williams is also going to be celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday, darling. I hope it's a good one for you. I know this is a short episode that you're about to hear, but you also can come out Saturday. We still got about 40 tickets left, so you better go to the Humminbirds page on Facebook right now and get those last few tickets and come hang out and have a good time with us Saturday. Uh, Y'all enjoy this episode. And Miss Cook, I look forward to maybe us doing a writer's round or something with you in the future and, uh, you know. Seeing what else you're about besides for those 15 minutes we got to you right then. Uh, like I said, I'm a fan. Sorry I never dove into your catalog. You are a beast. You are a gangster. And uh, I cannot wait to hear more from you. So, y'all enjoy the show. What's up, folks? Thank you all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, I'm not putting this on YouTube, so y'all aren't going to see this anyway because I'm at my house recording. We got back from Nashville yesterday, and we're supposed to be doing a show this morning with Miss Ashley Cook's badass. And uh, I had no air at the studio, so if it sounds weird, I'm extremely sorry. Miss Cook, how are you today? I'm so good. I'm I'm better than you sitting in some AC, so Dude. I feel like you know, 
it's, it's rough times, but I'm I'm yeah. so excited to go back from my first weekend of headline tour. So I'm just kind of regrouping and doing laundry and trying to like clean up my messy apartment and you know trying to get my you're, life back together. You're out with Luke right now, right? I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually out with Luke Bryan, and I'm also on my own headline tour. So it's kind of That's like what I was thinking, dude. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm already like a big fan. Oh, by the way, Lisa Williams from the Hummingbird is with us. <laughs> by the way, uh, it's weird not having people in the studio and having this their scene. Um. So I am a huge fan of female artists anyway, but I'm very picky, especially like the the younger ones. And dude, you're bad. Like you're you're really like you're cool as hell to watch. I like sitting there listening to some of your stuff. I'll, I'll catch myself, especially like some of the younger artists that we work with. They'll play something for me, and they'll be like, "I know you're not gonna think you're gonna like this because I'm just an old asshole." And the next <laughs> thing you know, I'm like, "This is really good." Well, now you got me curious. What song turned you? Uh, there's one that you put out not long ago, or you gave a teaser to that I even shared. And it was, um, it's got something to do with church. Um, our Grace. Grace. Oh, moving on with Grace. Yeah, that's gangster. Like that, <laughs> that is, I'll tell you, that's good. And then the one that uh really blew up the This Ain't Your Place song, I really yeah. like that. That's That's good. Thank you. Thank you so much. That actually like really, really means a lot. I mean, I haven't, the album's been out for what, like four weeks now. It's like still been not a whole lot of time. So it's it's good to know what people are gravitating towards and what's making people like it. So thank you. Yeah, well, you're you're very welcome. And I'm very hard to please when it comes to country music. Like I'm a I'm a fanatic. Uh, I worked in country radio for a long time. So and when it comes to female artists, I'm a big Ashley McBride or older. Like I heard you were just out with her, wasn't you? Yeah, we were at, we played a radio show in Phoenix and I, I mean, I've been a big fan of Ashley for so long. I've, you know, we've become friends just throughout all of like the, you know, the madness of this industry, but I hadn't gotten a chance to like fully seen her set, like fully watch the whole thing. And we were like, everybody else from the round had already left. We were like packing up, had my guitar on my back, like was about to head out. And I like caught a little bit of side stage and I just, I literally stayed the entire show with my guitar on my back. I was like ready to go. And I like, couldn't leave because it was just so good. I was like, Holy shit, this is amazing. She's so good. It's insane. Yeah. Well, you're insane too. Like Thanks. the more that I've kind of paid attention to it, I'll be honest with you. Uh, with a lot of the stuff I do, I'm brutally honest. So when Lisa booked this, I was like, I didn't really know much about you. And I get scared with anything that my name is associated with because it's like, it's not like I like just the outlaw country or what they say is traditional country. I just like good storytelling. And if this is like poppy shit or whatever, like I, it's not for me. It's not that it's bad or anything. So I was scared to death when they were like, okay, you got to host Josh Terry Honky Tonk Nights and Ashley Cook's going to be there. And I was like, everybody that I know is fixing to give me hell about it. And they were like, no. You don't understand this girl's a G like yeah. she, she, she's really good. Well, it's so interesting too, because you know, I've, I've had people in the past say that before, like, Oh, like this TikTok girl, this influencer or whatever. And I'm like, man, I wish people knew and you know, whatever. Like I, I still just go out and try to prove them wrong as much as I can, but I wish people knew that I've, I've been doing this since I was 11. You know, TikTok was just kind of, I didn't the know thing that. That, yeah, didn't the know that TikTok you. was kind of the thing that just popped up when pandemic happened and i was like what the hell else am i supposed to do besides this tiktok thing and there was a certain way that tiktok was being done back then with a lot of like kind of the cheesiness of it all and you kind of had to feed into it and do all of that and so i hate you know i hate the preconceived notion that i am something that i'm not but at the same time like all i can do is make music that i think is good and, and hope people don't think that you know 
I'm very guilty of it. I'm very guilty of judging the book by cover when it comes to the TikTok stuff. Uh, we're real good friends with Trey Lewis and I've known Priscilla for forever. And like, as I was always like, they deserve to blow up. Like they deserved it. Like they just had the app that helped them, but they were already there. Knowing that you were doing it before, like you're one of those two, but you're talented. There's some folks on there, you know, I will not call any names. There's some folks on there that are just trying to get a big social media following. And then like, oh, I want to do country music now. And that kind of rubs me the wrong way. But if you've been doing it since you were 11, but you can tell too, like your stage, I have no idea how old you are, but I'm, I'm 35. And if you can entertain a 35 year old and my daughter is 12, like we both like you now. So it's just like, okay, you can tell like, she's just not, she, you're not a gimmick. A lot of those folks are gimmicky and you just don't seem like a gimmick person. You and the, uh, what's Megan, um, Megan Mar Mar Maroney. Maroney. Yeah. Like y'all two are not gimmicky at all. And I hate that even people, I'm guilty of not asking people to do this show. Cause I think I'm going to be disappointed, but hmm. then like, I'll dive into them a little bit more. And I got buddies that are out on, with Megan that, uh, they play bass and um, play lead and uh, drums for, her. and they say you don't understand. This girl's a G, and I feel like you're probably the same way. Thank you. That really means a lot. Meg, I also know Meg was like you know busting her ass before the whole yeah. crazy TikTok social media thing. I think too, you know, it took a minute for country music and just the industry in general to get behind TikTok because it was this new thing. But I mean, you look at like people like Luke Holmes, like he blew up on Vine. Like that was, and now Luke is on top of the damn world, on top of country. Everybody respects him and thinks he's, you know, don't ever associate him with that social media world. But he came up on that. I think it's just a way to get more eyes on what you do. You know, at the end of the day, that's just, it's the new world that we're in. And it's a beautiful thing. It's just, you know, proving people wrong based off what they think about it. So you're doing it, dude. Like you're legit doing it. What, uh, what's some of the stuff that you got coming up besides the hummingbird this Saturday in Macon, Georgia? Oh my gosh. We have... We have so I feel like I, I know what my life is like until I, you know, turned I just turned 26 and I feel like I'm gonna turn 27 and be like, oh wow, okay. Like I already know what my whole life is like. We have we have a lot coming up. We're finishing up the the headline tour. Well, we just started it, but then we have the whole rest of the headline tour this year. Um, the Luke tour we're finishing out this year, and then next year it's more touring. It's you know, figuring out what I'm gonna do for the next album. That's already crazy to think about because we just put out the first album, but it's all just it's moving, it's moving and going. Are you, are you were you blown away by the success of the first album? Cause you dropped a lot of songs on that guy. Yeah, it was 24 songs and it was apparently the largest debut record from a country artist, which was never the intention. Like that wasn't like a, a thing we were trying to say or use or anything like that. We just, I was just writing my ass off. And I feel like there were so many songs that I, we wrote like 50 to 60 songs for that album and had to like whittle it down even further. Um, so it's, I mean, it's been really cool to see. I mean, I think, giving people the most that I possibly could that was quality was really important to me because, you know, with all the social media stuff that blew up, I really didn't have much music out. And so I wanted to do it right. And I wanted to do it the best that I possibly could. And so putting a lot out, seeing everybody's responses to them, seeing all of the way that things are streaming and the way that people are loving them and showing up to shows. I was telling my team actually a couple of days ago, I love opening up for like Luke Bryan and like Brett Young. And I've opened up for a lot of the Cole Swindell and people in the last couple of years, but I think headline shows are my favorite because people just scream the hell out of the music. And it's like, man, like it just, whether it's a couple hundred people, a couple thousand people, whatever it is, like you all of a sudden, like it clicks in your brain, like, Oh, this song they get this song, all the phones come out to record this song. They know the words to, and you could think that it's like a deep cut on the album, but for them it's not. And that's, what's really cool 
is just getting to see all of the way that it's responding. So it's a lot of fun and I'm, I'm pumped to just kind of keep seeing what's how, reacting. How many of the ones on your album that actually released are you a writer on? 20, I think of the 24. Hell yeah. See, that's, see, I'm big on the songwriters that I, I'm big on like, that aspect of it we just did a show with jason michael carroll bobby pinson fair and rachel's a bunch yeah. of those in last week in live oak and like i'm the i'm the guy that wants to push the songwriters i love the artists but the songwriters to me are just where where the meat and potatoes are of it 100. and the fact that you actually write like you're not gimmicky at all i hate that i ever even i'm the first person to say i'm wrong about shit like i'm glad that i'm glad that you write i'm glad that you that's that's one of the things that you actually do and don't just treat it as I'm going to take the next best song that somebody writes for me. I like it when it's relatable to the artist. Well, thank you. I think, I mean, to speak on the fact that I wrote 20 of the 24, the four songs that I cut that were outside songs. I've been, I've been writing since I was 11. Like I started with writing songs. That's why I was in love with like Rascal Flatts and like Taylor. And I was just obsessed with like all of the songwriting behind all of it all. So for a while there, I was like, well, why would I not cut stuff that I didn't write? Like, I, I love writing songs. Like, I, I can do it. I would love to just be a part of everything that I do. But then I was like, man, well, think about the people that you're talking about, the songwriters in the world, right? That don't want to be artists, that don't want to go play the songs. I'm like, man, there's so many rights every single day in this town that people are writing songs to pitch to artists. Like, who the hell am I to say that they're not good enough or that because I wasn't in the room to grace my presence with like, I'm like, I, there's songs out there that are so damn good that I wasn't a part of. And that doesn't mean that I can't cut them or that I shouldn't cut them. So to me, it's like what you said about the personal experience with an artist. I don't cut a song unless I feel personally connected to it. But like, if I don't write it, I'm not mad about it. I feel like the the town is so talented in itself. that, And I just, I've always respected and loved songwriting so much that I, I would hate to like not cut something just because my name isn't on it, you know? Yeah, well, me and you both know from being up there so much that some of the best songs you'll never hear will never be cut. You'll, you're hearing a writer's round or whatever, so it takes people like you to find those outside cuts and be like, this is too good just because somebody doesn't know this writer it's for, to not to. And I, I respect that a lot about somebody. A lot of people just want, the, like I said, the gimmicky shit, but there's not much gimmick to you. It's just well, talent, you. dude. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Um, so what's your next single, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Or what, you know what? Forget the single shit. This ain't a radio interview. Have you ever been to Macon, Georgia? I don't think so. I might have. You, you opened up for, uh, what was it, Travis Denning and Colson Dell when he was here at the auditorium. Yes. Okay, yeah. I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> I think I remember. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm guessing you've never been to the Humminbird where you're going to be. Which nope, is already damn near sold out. Well, we got like 40 tickets left. There's 45 tickets left. When's the last time I- you played it? When's the last time you played a smoky-looking bar? This past weekend. <laughs> okay. You are going to have a blast. It's very <laughs> intimate, but it, you're on top of the people, but it's they're going to love you, dude. And I think this is the first show that I've been involved. This is the first year I've ever done anything with the Humminbird. Like I said, I'm very picky about the artists that my names get associated with. Me and Lisa had a lot of debate about this, like me going into it with them, that if I didn't get to help pick the artists – or be part of. We got Dylan Carmichael, a lot of really good guys coming up the rest of the year. This your face when you when I said Dylan, you know what a beast he is. Yeah. Um, but this is like a place that the people get to really connect with you. It's really personable, and I, you're gonna fucking melt this place, dude. Like it is, it is gonna be cool. I don't think that y'all have ever done this many presale tickets either for anybody, have you? We haven't. Uh, I think Trey Lewis was one fourteen. So I mean, you you've literally hit a home run, and I'm I'm so. <laughs> 
excited to have you here. Man, thank you guys for having me. Thanks for taking a chance. I know it's like the first time I'm playing there, so you don't know what to expect, but thank you so much for real. I, 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 don't, I don't, but I know it's going to be a party with us. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you drink or anything, but stay away from us if you do, because it gets out of oh, hand. It gets out of hand very quick. I love but, that. But today's my birthday. Oh my gosh, happy birthday. Thank you. But we are celebrating both mine and Josh's on Saturday. So it okay. is definitely going to be a party for sure. I'm behaving. I promise you, I'm behaving. I've got Nashville. They're throwing me a birthday party at Live Oak on the 13th. And then we're going with Raised Rowdy to Florabama that weekend for the same thing. Now, I'm probably going to behave as much as possible this weekend to be a good boy. I, I need. <laughs> oh, God. Y'all, I'm going to witness some interesting stuff. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> You're probably going to be like, I'm never coming back to Macon. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love it. It's going to be so much fun. I'll okay. try to bring I'll try to be the soundtrack to the party as much as I can. I'm sure, I'm sure you will be. Well, Miss Cook, I know you have an extremely busy schedule, so let's get you get the hell out of here. But thank you for coming down Saturday to the Humminbird. And uh, I look forward to it. I really do. I mean, that. Uh, if I ever judged you by any means whatsoever, I'm sorry. I like to apologize to people, and I cannot wait to actually hear you live and in person. Hey, thank you so much. It means a lot. No worries at all. <laughs> I'm so pumped to get to have fun with y'all and celebrate your birthdays together. Well, thank cool. you. All right, folks. Well, we thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast, and we will holler at you later.